All right, so we're into hour number two. I'm looking at Twitter right now. Smack Off is trending third in the United States. Good job, clones. If you hear something, if you love it, you like it, you hate it, you want to know anything at all, hit it on Twitter and hashtag it Smack Off. You're doing a great job. You've got it up to number three in the United States. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you want to buy a home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Listen, one thing about hour number one, and I feel pretty strongly about this, it almost never happens. You can come out of nowhere and make the big day. You can come out of nowhere and hit the big stage. But rare is the person that comes out of nowhere and wins this thing. You find out what you're up against. Now you're going to hear from some real monsters, some of the killers, guys that have been there before, guys that have won it before, guys that have won it multiple times. It's about to get real. The real, here's another horse analogy for you. The real running is about to begin. We start hour number two. Let's get right at it. I don't want to waste any time. Leading off the second hour, straight up jungle legend. It has only taken him eight main events to cement that rep. Well known for his incredible creativity on the big day. He literally has had rules of the game changed with some of the crap that he's pulled. He is your 2016, 2017, and 2020 champ. He's got three straps. He is appearing now in his ninth smack off. He is the Laguna Beach bully. He is left in Laguna. It is now your show, Triple Champ. What's going on, Lef? Jimmy, how you doing, bud? Good. You? I'm good. Listen, I'd be uh, remiss if I didn't start with the dreaded myopia of those hour one callers. It's the same jokes on the same guys. Well, except for Dan and Denver leading off of the take on the Liver King. That's pretty different. But the best smack of the day, Jimmy, was, was you saying how bad the call sucked. Hour one was like today's MLB callers who wear those oven mitts to slide into second base. Well, I'm like Vlad Sr. and Moises Alou who piss on their bare hands. We're going old school today, Jimmy. Going all sports. Congrats on uh, Amazon for picking up the Thursday Night Football Package. But, Jimmy, screw streaming the games on Amazon. I say we play the games in the Amazon. we got Russell Wilson escaping the pocket. Then he's brutally devoured by two actual Jaguars. And Amazonian cheerleaders breastfeeding Kyler Murray who can't latch. Jimmy, you think Bill's mafia is inappropriate? Just wait until howler monkeys are chucking their feces on the field and they don't like a call. And I can't wait for the halftime show, Jim. A live performance from Fine Young Cannibals. Hey, Jimmy, the Westminster Dog Show wrapped up last night. I'll tell you one thing that's not purebred here, the owners. Jim, the dogs are athletes. Those owners, they're rescue people. I don't need to see Fido's AKC papers. I need to see Phyllis's birth certificate to make sure her parents aren't siblings. Like, I'm pretty sure I I saw Border Collie scold its handler for scratching their crotch and then scooting their butt against the carpet because they have a roundworm. And speaking of dogs, Jimmy, welcome to L.A. Lincoln Riley. But question, though, Jim, dude has two dogs named Boomer and Sooner. And since he's in L.A., Jim, what the hell is he going to call those dogs now? Drought and wildfire? Hey, Jimmy, I read PETA is trying to do away with the term bullpen and renaming it to arm barn. And you know me, Jim, I'm all for political correctness. So count me in for arm barn, even if it sounds less like where a pitcher warms up and more like where Bethany Hamilton would shop. And no, Alvy, we're not going to rename the rubber to raw dog, all right? Hey, Jimmy, a lot's been said about the hand size of Steelers rookie quarterback uh, Kenny Pickett. I get that hand size is important, especially if you're a big Ben trying to grow up a co-ed in a Lake Tahoe bathroom. But my biggest concern about Kenny Pickett isn't his hands. It's that he's a quarterback with the last name Pickett. I mean, who's the receiver over there? Dan drops it? 
Fourth and three, and the Steelers are going to go. Pickett's in the gun. He's got Brian Butterfingers out wide to the right. Dan drops it. Is out wide to the left. Joey Fumbles is in the backfield. Pickett takes the snap over the middle. He's got drops it. Oh, Jim, I think this one's coming back. Yeah, they got holding on 77, the rookie. That's Mark Falstart. And they're going to attempt a field goal. On comes the kicker, Mike Wideleft. And, Jimmy, speaking of young QBs, I'm looking forward to Justin Fields making a huge leap this season. Onto a lily pad. I'm not saying dude looks amphibious, but in third grade science class, the frogs want to dissect him. Just give me Justin's eyes and Gene Simmons' tongue, and I'll take care of the flies at your next barbecue, Romy. Seriously, Jimmy, this dude's eyes are so far apart, the bears should draft a center to protect his blind side. Hey, Jimmy, I know this call's uh, moving pretty quick, but let's, uh, let's slow it down a little bit. What do you say? <sighs> Hello, friends, and welcome to Live Golf live coverage from... Adusta in Saudi Arabia. You're looking at the famed camel leg 16 that gently gives way to a water hazard that disappears because it's a mirage. As you approach the unique 16th green made of sand, surrounded by bunkers made of grass, where <laughs> just earlier today a caddy struck oil when he replaced the flag stick. And of course, Jim, for the first time, women are permitted to play, of course, starting with their second shot as they still aren't allowed to drive here. Uh, Jim, I don't know about you, but let's just keep Phil Mickelson from trying to bet camels in a trifecta box. Hey, Jim, in closing, uh, I don't know what else to say about Deshaun Watson that hasn't already been said. I mean, the whole thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I just hope it has a happy ending. But good for him for getting a fully guaranteed contract in case he's sexually assaulting, you know, somebody gets injured. And yeah, You know what, Jimmy? Screw this. After the all-sports call, I-, I didn't want to waste my breath in any of these guys today, so let me just do it in one. Cowboy Asian thinks water poles are shirty wears in the pool. Rick and Buffalo's nose is so big he run into excavator to move a booger. Benny and Wisco uses OnlyFans for air conditioning. Mark and Hollywood's so poor, ducks throw bread at him. Caleb's emotional support animals are fried chicken. And Brad and Cronus so into cranks. He just got his ninth booster of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. <gasps> God, I hate these guys. Left in Laguna. There you go. It's now officially a smack-off. It is now officially a smack-off. There is the triple champ. Not that gimmicky little bitch you think. Good job, Lef. Welcome back. Welcome back. Finally, we got one. This is what that show is all about. The Smack Off. Lef in Laguna, the three-time champ. And I want to say it one more time. Now it is officially a Smack Off. I said the monsters were coming, and here they come. Let's keep moving. The start of our number two, Lef. Is that going to hold up? I think it's pretty safe to say I'm not giving anything away. Like, we normally, like in boxing, are not going to turn over the judges' cards during the fights. I don't think I'm saying anything that we don't already know. There is your clubhouse leader. It's like, it's a long race, and this is the guy running up front. Everybody's got a target now. Rolling in right now is a guy on a mission. He's had a good, good smack-off season. He placed eighth a year ago. He's got three top tens on his resume. He is hunting a strap. He is appearing in his sixth smack off. We head now to Chowtown. It is Mark in Boston. Great to have you back. Mark, how are you? Oh, hey, Jimmy. Thank you, man. Hey, here's a horse reference left call. Just. Dude, you're gone. And... No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. Not a very good Honestly, car. at this point, I don't know if I'm more disappointed or just pissed. 
We've made this so clear so many times. And it's not even something I should have to say. If it's the day for the best cause ever, you want to make damn sure you have a hard line or a clean line or do whatever you have to do to make sure you're heard. It doesn't matter how good your content is if you have the worst technology ever. How can that guy, how can any of you show up day of without a clean line? I don't even know what went into that call, but I had really high expectations. That guy was trending and playing at a really good rate, at a high rate. He was playing some of his best ball when it mattered most. And I'm going to give you as much leeway as I possibly can. But if I've got 10 seconds of dead air because your call goes dead, you're dead. You are DOA, dead on arrival. No, you cannot call back. No, you can't fix that because, damn, you knew. You knew. We've covered this so many times. That pisses me off. And the reason it does is that guy had enough to win. I have no idea where he was going. I don't know what he was going to do, but I know his game. And I know he was fired up. Come on, Mark. All right, ask yourselves. The rest of you that are in the field, the rest of you that are going to call, make damn sure you have a hard line or a clean line and we understand what's happening and we can hear you. Don't put me in that spot. Don't put me or you in that position. That, that can't happen. And it just did. All right. Back at it. Weird thing so far. Sometimes weird is good and sometimes weird is not. Right now it's not. Let's try this guy. This guy's weird. This dude is best known for his fixation, his obsession with Alvi's sex life. It's pretty funny. In fact, it's hilarious, but I did say I need more. Don't be that one-trick pony, that one-position pony. There's got to be more. I've asked him for more. Today, we're going to find out whether or not he's got more. Appearing under the bright smack-off lights on the big stage for the first time ever. This is a smack-off debut. They don't always go very well. Let's find out what this guy's got. It's James in Portland. James, my man. What's going on? Jimmy, my man, and Alvy, are you ready? And Jim, I'm going to assume you rode the Peloton before the smack-off this morning, but I guarantee you Alvy got rode like a Peloton before the smack-off this morning. Moving forward, Alvy, I'll be self-glossing you the teaser stallion of the jungle. And, Jimmy, for all of us watching on TV, can we get the big head James Kelly to stand to Ritz left, then have them both look down to the ground? This way we can see the before and after photo of a Rogaine ad. But obviously I'm joking, Jim, because Ritz head is not the moon. Now, Jim, I've broken a lot of rules the past year in the jungle, but I ask today you allow me to break the self-gloss rule. Now, not for myself, but on behalf of other clones. So here we go. The leg humper. Now, we all know Alvin's ears just perked up, but I'm not talking about you, Teaser Stallion. I'm talking about Paul's dog, the supposed MVP of the jungle over the past year, well, besides myself. We all know Paul's dog does not have a name, but since that dog loves to sniff butts, smoke cigarettes, and loves sausage, I think we name that pooch either Kathleen or Danica. I'd love to throw Paul's dog an old chapper jerky treat. Unfortunately, Shawnee ate them all. Then we have the ventilators. That's right. 
Jeff in Richmond and Rick in Buffalo. Now, you both are VIPs of the jungle. Please just don't be RIPs of the jungle and breathe. You guys saying two sentences is the equivalent to the rest of us sprinting two miles. Then there's Udonis Haslam. Vic in NoCal. What is this, your 20th smack-off? And every year, well, how do I say this? You get worse. All you had to do was stick with fake map to plumber and you have like seven titles. Next up is the palindrome. I was going to go with Matt in L.A., but Matt's not even invited. <laughs> then I was going to go with some fat ass from Wisco, but there's like four of them. So I'll go with another bum who just failed. Matt in Boston, every time you open up your mouth, I think of my two favorite palindromes, poop and boob. Then there's the creeper, Jeff in Southfield. Your voice puts the Chester in molester. The FBI just ran out of Nakatomi Plaza and gave up on Hans Gruber to look for you, buddy. Then there's Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Mark in Hollywood. Something else you have in common with Tiger Woods is you both love the fat, greasy specials at Perkins Restaurant. And I ain't talking about the pancakes. Finally, there's Knievel. That's right, Brad and Corona, the goat. Now, I'll leave it to Paul's dog and Left and Laguna to break the rules and make fun of the fact your Speedo doesn't fit in the front, but I ain't going there, Brad, because I don't want you to look down at me and say, James in Portland, do you know who the hell I am? And unlike Albie throughout his entire lifetime, I'm going to wrap this baby up. And, well, wait, what is that? energy, Jim, this phone call just made me see a double rainbow. War Terrence, kaboom! James, I like it. I like that energy. He showed me some range. It was not only about Alvin's refusal to wrap up his entire life. Good job. Well done. James! That dude just picked us up. I like that energy. James, my man. I'll tell you what, I demanded more and he brought more. I said that guys generally do not make strong jungle debuts. It's too big a stage, the glare of the lights, too much. He was fine. He was comfortable. Good pacing, good content, good duration, good length. Well done, dude. Well done. All right. Hanging with the big dogs. He at least can hang. So, looking ahead, I mentioned that the legends are coming. We already had Lef. Lef doing what Lef does. And by doing what he does, what I mean by that is you never know what the hell he's going to do. So, he changes up. He came in big. I'm happy with James. It's a good job, James. Good job. Good effort. Still ahead. A guy who's dangerous. A guy who's dirty. A guy who has won, but a guy who has not won in quite some time. Is he looking at his second strap? Vic in NoCal. There's been a Drizzle sighting. Drizzle came in violently, week of, threatening everybody. We'll see what he's got. And then we'll take a short time out. You know the real monsters. You got the defending champ, still ahead. The goat, Shiny the Cabin Asian, the original goat, still ahead. Mark in Hollywood, still ahead. Rick in Buffalo, still ahead. Noticeably absent, well, you know who so far has been noticeably absent, and you never know, you might get a shock legend coming through. It is Smack Off 28. Make sure you're scoring this thing and reacting to it on Twitter. Last check, we were trending number three in the United States. Just hashtag every single comment with Smack Off. Keep your car looking at its absolute finest year-round with 303 cleaners and protectants. 
303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple-to-use spray formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. So for a one-two punch to keep your car looking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products, 303 graphene nano spray coating to protect, and 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available right now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Go to 303radio.com for more information, 303radio.com. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Trade pros, whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Once again, the Smack Off brought to you by Famous-Smoke.com, American-owned, american Family-owned, in fact. Delivering your favorite premium cigars at the lowest prices for over 80 years. Famous Smoke Shop. They're putting up the five grand of the winner. All right, so this guy writes, I am Trent, 1999. Quote, the greatest day in sports talk and you can't have a good phone line? Mark in Boston, so disappointed in you. Hashtag smack off. Mark called back and said he was on a hard line and the power went out. Literally, during the call. I mean, I don't know what the chances of that happening are, but I do know that he wanted in. I know he wanted in, but that's his reasoning. The power went out. If that's true, that's just a really bad break at a really bad time, but that's his excuse or explanation. Susie from Wisco, quote, I can't believe it, but James in Portland made me like him. Clubhouse leader. I don't know about that. Maybe. He made it better, though. I'm always saying, make it better. Do better. He did. Gino and Wrightwood, great debut for James in Portland. Got him second behind left. Business damn sure picked up that segment. Hashtag smack off. Good point. Well said. Score this thing as we go. Hashtag it smack off. We're number four right now in the U.S. Very political time right now in this country. So the smack off is right smack dab and beating a lot of political topics. Hashtag everything smack off. All right, back at it. Let's not waste any time. Right now, this dude is coming in here for no other reason than to walk away with a second strap. He is your 2010 champ. He's appearing in his 15th smack off. Arguably the most vicious clone. One of the most dangerous clones. He is back for more. He is Broadway Victor. Vic in NoCal. Vic, it is your show. It's over. It's over. Give it to Mark in Boston, Rome. That's the best call he's ever made. And, hey, that was a nice call by Lef. I like the sports takes. Nice pictures, too, Lef. Hey, man, if you ever start doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, dude, we could feed the entire world with your cauliflower ear. 
And, Rome, I can't believe you actually put the doggone dog on for six whole minutes, man. I kept waiting for the buzzer that never came. Dude, where the hell is Mike Vick when we need him? Even Sarah McLaughlin wanted to take a hammer to that dog. Also, uh, Dan in Denver, your call had more Jimmys in it than the Olympic Village. Hey, uh, happy Friday, everybody, or as Alvin DeLauro calls it, hump day, because every day is hump day in little Alvy's world, man. That guy multiplies like a wet gremlin. Alvin is the modern-day Genghis Khan. Like, 500 years from now, 2% of the world's population is going to have his DNA in him. Hey, speaking of guys putting their DNA into people, we know our boy Caleb ain't doing any of that. I mean, that guy has spent so many nights alone in his room eating Boston Market, he gave himself tennis elbow, and he's never even picked up a racket. But to be fair, Rome, if there's one person in the jungle who's getting even less action than Caleb, you know it's got to be that old hag Danica down there in Jacksonville, bro, the so-called queen. <laughs> the queen of what? Queen of the incels? I'm going to go ruin some tenderonies tonight. Come on, Nika. You're not ruining a damn thing, girl, with your Lewis Gossett Jr. looking ass. And hey, Mark in Hollywood's career is in the toilet again. His IMDb page is basically nothing but tumbleweeds now. Seriously, you can go look it up, okay? Mark in Hollywood's IMDb page is about as empty and barren as Bella B's womb. And hey, let's talk about uh, Sean Pretendergast. I call him Pretendergast because he likes to pretend he's not fat, but let's face it, Rome. This guy thinks Ed Milet's book, The Power of One More, is about the power of one more nacho. And, Shawnee, a question for you. Isn't it always sunny down there in Texas? Why are you so pale, bro? Why do you look like Darth Vader? I think I figured it out, though, Rome. You see, we all know Darth Shawnee was raised on that desert planet of Tatooine with not one but two separate suns lighting him up all day. Dude, no wonder he turned albino when he moved out here to planet Earth, man. No wonder his favorite soundbite is, Give me back my son! Give me back my son. Now, Rome, a lot has been made about how Brad is the master of smack Aikido. Yeah, smack Aikido. You know, he takes something that you said and he flips it around on you, uses your own momentum against you to put you in an arm lock. And that's cool, bro. It really is. But I think all that praise has gone straight to Brad's head, man. Dude, this guy is out there strutting around in the real world like he thinks he really is Steven Seagal. It's pure cringe. Like last week, man, Brad goes down to the homeless shelter to visit Iray. He walks up to him and he goes, I'm going to take you to the bank, Iray Craig. The food bank. Bum, 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 bum. Later on, he gets a call from his wife reminding him to pick up the kids from karate. And Brad's like, actually, babe, I think I'll pick them up from karate. Bum, 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 bum. His boy Reggie hits him up later like, hey, Brad, you want to watch the Dodgers game? I don't watch sports, Reg. I play sports. Bum, 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 bum. Brad, the jungle is not real life. Everyone thinks you're a tool. But to quote the man himself, Rome, a winning strategy in the smack-off is to imitate last year's winner. So let me try that really quick. <clears throat> Jim, I'm not saying Brad and Corona is related to Bill Gates per se, but judging from the contents of his banana hammock, I'm pretty sure he's well-versed in all things Microsoft, if you know what I mean, Jimbo. Jim, baby, I love and admire you so, so much. 
Your legs in yarder to me, Jimbo. Kiss-ass little bitch. Rome, like the Golden State Warriors, I've returned from the depths to reclaim what is mine. They call me LL Cool because I'm cool and the ladies love me. But don't you call it a comeback. Just call me Joaquin because like the Phoenix, I rose from the ashes to drop straight fire. Straight fire, harder than the twin sons of Tatooine. You can ask Shonik and Skywalker about that one. He'll tell you all about it. Rome, thanks for the vine. Clones, my name is Vic, but everyone calls me Broadway because I have a way with broads. King Victor is back, bitches. How's that grab you? Vic in NoCal. I said it when he called. I said he's vicious. I said he's dangerous. And he's on it. He is on it. He said, don't call it a comeback. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's something else. But he is on it. Where are you going to put him now? Now who is your clubhouse leader? Like I said, it's officially a smack-off now. Left's got three. He showed up big. Vic has one. He's been bidding for that number two. I'm telling you, that's about as good as he's been in a long time. You can't say that he's lost anything. You could. I'm going to say that was strong. That was dirty. That was nasty. That was vicious. He's dangerous. Vic in NoCal. Hashtag it. Where do you come out on that call? Go right to Twitter with that and hashtag it smack off. All right, let's keep moving. Where do you want to go next? Guys, look at this. Do you want to go to line five or do you want to go to line one? All right, we're making a decision on the fly. I think we go to line one. A golden ticket regular who has already blown through here on an absolute tear this past week. This guy wants the spotlight. He wants the target on his back. He already has the single greatest set of pipes of any clone in the jungle. He's about to make a smack-off debut. The second one on this program. It is Drizzle in Wichita. Drizzle, what's cracking? Yo, what's happening with you, Romy Rome? Happy smack-off day. How you living, baby? Dude, I feel great. How about you? Yo, man, I can't comment, but I got like, to keep it 100. It is on. Trey one says, ICT stand up because your boy Drizzle is officially in the building. Pop, RIP, this one's for you. First things first, Paul's dog makes me want to go full jet black and pump that damn dog as hard as I can. Look, man, do yourself a favor, climb up to the Empire State Building and take a leap. Hey, yo, Mark in Boston. Sorry about your misfortunate thing that happened with the phone. Whatever your excuse is, you can have my track phone, bro. No problem. Hey, yo, Bick, saw your swimsuit pic. Looking like a failed porn star. Camera shy. Speaking of failed porn stars, Angry Mist is definitely what you called yourself, and I know that you was a bottom, bro. The only way Bick has a broads is when they direct him the other way out of their lives. Y'all keep talking this and that on Twitter about Driz, his vernacular, how he talks, this and that and the third. What you want me to do? Call him and be like, well, hello there, guys. Uh, my name is uh, Drizzle, and I'm just calling in from Wichita. Or maybe I could go straight hillbilly. Well, then, wouldn't you know that that uh, feller Drizzle out in Wichita, how's everybody hanging today? Just want to let you know, Jim Rome, that I appreciate the vine on the show. Y'all clones are clones for a reason. I came through to 
struggle, impressive, original. And what did I tell everybody to do? I said, say my name, I double dog, dare you. And not one of you single clowns who claim that you're so tough over the phone, so tough over Twitter, is saying my name. You got nothing for me. The only thing you could ever talk about is how I was once homeless, calling me a kleptomaniac when your female probably a kleptomaniac, if you dig what I'm saying. Don't be mad. Be happy. Be happy that somebody came through for once and gave you something to give back to your life because none of you had one until I came along. Y'all had the same old boring left, Jeff, Bick, this guy, that guy, the, the wannabe Triple H out there in Buffalo, the wannabe Rock out there with his fat face, can't even give an eyebrow because it's chin won't let him. I am so sick and damn tired of these fools calling in and saying that they're going to say something, but they never do. You keyboard warriors ain't nothing to me. Rome, first time appearance and I blew it out the water. Why? Because it drizzled this morning. It was an omen that it was meant for me to come through with the whole smoke show. I wanted all the smoke and none of y'all could deliver the smoke. Let's keep it 100 for just one last second here, Jimmy. They scared, dog. You know why you're scared? Because you know that if you come with something, my clapback is going to be so hard that you're going to bury your head in the sand and might as well forget that you ever existed and you'll never call a show again. You'll never get another golden ticket. You won't even be a scratch or a sniff in this lifetime once I verbally annihilate you. Now, Rome, what's my name? Calling in and saying that they're going to say something, but they never do. You keyboard warriors. Huh? All right, so did you have anything to do with that, Alvy? Uh-oh, was that a pre-taped call? What was that? I was about to give my man a lot of love. Why did that reverberate the way it did? Why was there some backup audio to come back in? From earlier in the call... Like, my man Triz. Dude, I know you're real. I know you're authentic. I was about to give you a lot of love. I was about to yell your name, brother. But that was just weird. That takes us back. Who was the cat that got caught with the click on play back in the day? Iggy and Springfield. Was that a pre-recorded call? My man doesn't seem to roll like that. Can I hear that back right now? Because we, before we decide where to slot him and what to do with that call, I need to decide exactly what just happened with that call. Sniff in this lifetime once I verbally annihilate you. Now, Rome, what's my name? Calling in and saying that they're going to say something, but they never do. You keyboard warriors. Okay, you know what I think? I think, I'll tell you what, I think he's clear. He turned the radio on. That was the delay. That was the delay. All right, my man, you're good. That was strong. That was strong. Came in violent as ever. And I love that energy. You're in the clear, my man. Nice job. Another strong jungle debut. All right, so where are you going to slot them? Here are the ones that need to be slotted, if you ask me. And again, I'm not turning over any scorecards. But the ones that have hit so far. Vic and NoCal showed up huge. Left showed up huge. Drizzle showed up big. James in Portland showed up big. The dog ran pretty long, but did show up. Where do you have them all slotted when we come back? 
A lot made about the Wisco constituents. We're going to start. Benny. Benny has got the kind of game to win this thing. Is this his year? Benny, when we come back. And on top of that, you still have the BIC. You still have the Cabin Asian. You still have Mark in Hollywood. You still have Rick in Buffalo. We've got some big, big games still ahead. Don't go anywhere. Where do you have them slotted? Go to Twitter. Hashtag it smack off. Take a short time out, and we're coming right back. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Live from Southern California, this is The Jim Rome Show, The Smack Off, on CBS Sports Radio. Listen up, clones. Not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki, hot and spicy, and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. So you can sample different flavors to find the best one for you. Ask for Old Trapper by name, because no other jerky compares Old Trapper. What is your beef? All right, starting to run downhill now. Starting to run downhill. Lots of forward momentum. Let's keep moving. Next up, one of the sharpest dudes in the entire field. He's proven that. He's had four top fives. Four top fives in five main events. The only thing left for him is to put the whole thing together when it matters most at the right time. He's looking for his first strap. He is stepping into his sixth smack off. He's got the game to win it. Is today his day? Let's find out. We go to Wisco. Benny in Wisco. Benny, what's going on? Benny. What's up, my man? Sorry about that. Let's do this, man. Hey, Drizzle, you press played yourself, homie. I'm starting to think you want to touch my camera through the fence. And Vic, you definitely have a way with the broads. You hit more number twos than Jeff and Richmond at a chili cook-off. And Jeff and Southfield, eating myself to sleep and blacking out sounds like a better alternative than listening to you force a silly voice with awful takes. Hey, landlord, a squirrel just ran across the top of my TV again. And while on the subject of Jeff, uh, Jim, did you hear that Jeff Dahmer ate Reese Witherspoon? And I'd like to war Chris in Southeast Wisco pointing at the car he actually owns and yelling, It's a dynasty, clones! Hey, Paul's dog, that restraining order that only allows you to see your children once a month must be rough. And at least D.A. didn't go on about his teeth for seven minutes like last time. D.A. has gotten so chummy with his dentist that he asks for a cavity search every visit. Hey, Damon... I got a memo here from Steve Harvey. Apparently, he's got a family feud taping at 4 o'clock and is going to need his dentures back before then. Man, I hope that there's an update on Reggie Bush. Otherwise, Brad won't have any sports takes again. And Lef, I love that you went all old school sports takes, but you didn't have to use Carl Erskine's tin can microphone. But hey, at least it was cleaner than whatever happened to Mark in Boston. Jim, quick shout out to the crowd at Lorelei. What's up, everyone? I hope Caleb's parents are in the crowd again over there, or as Caleb calls them, his roommates. But no, they're wonderful people, and I hope to see him again this afternoon. I was talking with Caleb's dad a couple years ago at the event, and he mentioned that one of his neighbors had a lien put on his house. I said, damn, dude, that sucks for your neighbor. And he replied, yeah, I guess, but I still went over and asked him if he knew any way that I could get any liens in my house. 
I explained that we were talking about different definitions of the word lean, but uh, it just so happens that I know a dude named Luis in Palmdale who leans in his house all the time, but uh, that's because he's only got one leg. Now, I've spent a lot of time on this show ribbing Caleb in Green Bay, but that's all out of love and respect. I've met Caleb on numerous occasions and can confirm that he's a really good dude, much like you've mentioned yourself on the air, Jim, kind-hearted, down-to-earth, God-fearing individual. I asked Caleb what his epiphany was as far as being really deep into religion and the spiritual side of life, and he looked at me in the eye and said, Benny, I drove past a church one day. The sign said 10 o'clock service featuring Al, and then in parentheses, pastor. I walked in with high hopes of stuffing my face with Al Pastor tacos, but instead caught a really great sermon from some dude named Al, and from there I was hooked. Now, what I didn't do was ask him about when he ordered a bunch of product from Four Hymns, but I guarantee it wasn't church songs that he got in the mail, based on his recently replenished full head of hair and shiny new hammer that he keeps under his belt line. Now, speaking of dudes that take their shirts off to eat spaghetti, Jeff in Richmond, Jeff in Richmond's kid raided his stash of gummies only to find out that they were Metamucil fiber gummies and ended up crapping all over the place like his old man does when he calls the show. Jeff, the only strap you're ripping this year is the one the paramedics are using to extract you from your house. Jeff, can you please do yourself a favor and shift your focus from the Commonwealth of Virginia to the common health of Virginia? You're like two Al Pastor sermons away from taking a walk with your maker. That's it for me, Jim, and as sure as Jeff in Richmond is going to poke his finger into his belly button and give it a good sniff, I'll talk to you soon. Bye, man. Bye, man. Benny and Wisco, always fun, always smart. Where do you rank him? We're going to slot him. Where do you put Benny and Wisco? He is the king of the one-liners. Did he bring enough? Does that get him to the top? Hit us up on Twitter. Why don't we go back-to-back? Let's keep it in Wisconsin. Next up, one of the best to never win. One of the best to never win. I've long said it's not a question of if, but it's a matter of when. Is today that day? He's been in the top 10 every single time he's called the main event. He is about to appear in his eighth smack off. Let's go to Title Town. Let's go to Caleb in Green Bay. Caleb, how are you? Jim Rome, what is up? Thank you for the opportunity. Smack off number eight for me, 28 for you. I'm not just bringing the crown back home to Wisconsin. I'm bringing the whole damn show. Let's get after it. Those first-hour callers were so bad, they should repay you $5,000 for the lost ad revenue. Whether you want to mortgage your home or refinance your current home, Rocket can. Jeremy, I don't even need to make a rebuttal on your call when the host does it himself. The moment you hung up the phone, Jim said, and I quote, don't worry, It'll get better. And Benny and Wisco, you know, I like you and all, but I decided during your call that uh, this state ain't big enough for the two of us. And I mean literally, this state ain't big enough for the two of us. Between my gut and your lisp, you should thank your lucky stars. Your name is Benny and Wisco and not Samson in Mississippi. Hey, Jeff in Southfield, the Oxford comma called. They want their bit back. It's true. Hey, Jeff, I loved your call when you spent the whole time telling people they're fat. It was a complete 180 from last year when you spent your entire call telling people they're fat. Uh, Jim, it was funny. On Tuesday, you tweeted about the smack-off asking for predictions, and old Shawnee Pendergast responded with a single word, pain, which is impressive to me that three days out he can pinpoint the exact second that his sciatica is going to flare up. 
Romy, I'm probably going to be the only caller today who actually defends Deshaun Watson, but just hear me out, okay? Who among us doesn't love a day at the spa? You know, you get some bath jellies, some scented candles, essential oils, maybe throw on some Enya. That stuff isn't just for chicks and Mark in Hollywood anymore, dude. Who doesn't love a Swedish massage? Although Deshaun apparently prefers the Finnish massage, you know, like from the country, Finland. Did everybody get it? Who's going to get it? Okay, let's move on. Romy, I was watching Sunday Night Baseball, I think it was a couple weeks ago. The Angels were on. Mike Trout was at the plate, and I'm not making this up. The Mets had five men in the outfield. The shifts nowadays are out of control. Joe Madden wasn't fired because of the losing streak. He was canned because he couldn't figure out the Tampa 2. But then again, it's pretty hard for any manager to win a ball game when the other team never gets flagged for having 12 men on the field. I swear to God, the next double play that Trout hits into is going to be a 4-6 defense. Next time, at least, at least have the bat boys swing around to pick up the blitz. I don't even know what sport I'm watching half the time. What's next? Are they going to have the infielders line up in front of the plate like a free kick in soccer with one hand over their faces and the other hand over their coronas? Sorry, uh, no, um, cojones. Forgive me, Jim. My Spanish is a little rusty. And uh, Rick and Buffalo, I finally figured out why you talk like this. It's because you only have to come up with about 45 seconds of material. Then you stretch it out to five minutes. And in case you were wondering, Jim, yes, I'm doing this take in my smack-off call to ironically kill time. So I got to hand it to you, Richard. You figured it out. Uh, lastly, Jim, pretty soon you're going to leave us for two weeks and head out to your home away from home in the great state of Wisconsin. I don't know how many episodes of the reinvention project you have in the can to release while you're gone, but I can't help but notice you spend your summers here, you eat cheese curds and red meat, you sit around all day doing nothing. Who are you trying to reinvent yourself as? One of us? And I get this eerie feeling that one of these years, you're just never going to go back to California. Of course, you'll still have a talk show, but it might sound a little different. Live from Eagle River, Wisconsin, this is the Jim Ramelski Show on CBS Sports Radio. Holy cripes, what's up there, clones? A tremendous Friday to you. My name is Jim Romelski, a.k.a. the Blimp in the Box. Welcome to the Glacier. It's June 24th, and we already have two foot of snow on the ground. Or is there still two foot of snow on the ground? I can never tell the difference. We have a busy show for you, but I want to get you in here. You know the email address, Romelski, R-O-M-E, Elski at haveabrat.com. The Twitter handle is at Jim Romelski. And right now our phones are down, but Eagle River is pretty small, so just yell out your window real quick. We'll probably hear you at the bottom of this hour if we get the phones working. We're going to have a little chit-chat with Farmer John. He's going to tell us what's the best way to get the goose poop off your lawn. At the top of hour number two, we're going to have a glacier legend, a friend of the program, Elk, will be our guest. And I don't mean Steve Elkington, I mean an actual elk will come on the show for a little bit. At the top hour number three, we're going to have Bill Plaschke teach us how to catch a sturgeon with a spear. But let's start this show off the way we do every Friday with a deca-moo. Ben Snack, embrace your destiny. Join us once and for all. The Northwoods are calling. See you soon. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin, my man. See you soon. Hey, maestro. What did I tell you about that guy? I said it's not a question of if, a matter of when. He's a great dude. And he is very clever and very creative. And that was a strong, strong finish with the... Caleb, I should say, I will see you very soon. 
I'm thinking about where guys were slotted. I was thinking about Leff. I was thinking about Vic. I was thinking about James in Portland. I was thinking about Drizzle. I was thinking about Benny. And then you've got Caleb showing up the way he just did. That had a little bit of everything, didn't it? Great, great sports angles. Great production. Tremendous creativity. That's what that guy does. And he had a great RSVP leading up to it. Who is your leader in the clubhouse? That was really creative. Really different. Tremendous. Tremendous effort. All right, so now we set up for the big hour. The last hour. Have you heard enough? Do we shut it down after that call or something prior to that? I wouldn't. You've got the GOAT coming up next. You've got the original GOAT coming up. You've got Mark in Hollywood, a previous winner. Rick in Buffalo's got the chops. Who knows who may show in the last hour? I just know it's going to be a monstrous hour. Stay tuned. Third hour of the Smack Off is next. 